Hello, this is Alex. Welcome to Socialism Survival Podcast number 48. The subject of this message is culture under and above socialism. It is something like a shortened version of a longer title, which is Surviving Socialistic Culture and Building Culture that Overcomes Socialism. But first, as always, my virtual housekeeping and community organizing. I welcome you to visit my website at socialismsurvival.com. As soon as it opens on the left side, you will see subscription window. Please enter there your email address to subscribe to the instant notifications about new shows. Next, you will see there Twitter and Facebook banners. Click it to follow me on Twitter or to become my friend on Facebook. Below Facebook banner, you will see iTunes and Zoom buttons. Use it to subscribe so that you could download my podcasts automatically either by your iPod or Microsoft Zoom player. On the right top side, you will see phone handset with words, call me. It is my Google Voice widget. Use it to record your voice message for me. I would like to hear from you. Yes, I would really like to hear from you. In two weeks, we will celebrate 50th anniversary show that will be special for all of us, but very special for my callers. That's all I can say under the heavy cover of secrecy surrounding this subject. Under the Google Voice widget on my site is Amazon.com search window. When you use it to start all of your Amazon.com shopping, you are supporting the production of Socialism Survival podcasts. Little bit down, you will find Google Friends Connect. Please join me there and then subscribe to receive a newsletter that will be distributed only to my Google Friends Connect members. In the middle of socialismsurvival.com website is Letter to America by Leon Weinstein. Please click that to sign the letter. Also, please just browse through the site. You will find there all previously recorded podcasts, blogs, Socialism Survival Forum, and more. To contact me by email, write to podcast at socialismsurvival.com. And, as always, the most important request, please introduce other people to this podcast. Let's talk now about the culture under and above socialism. What I mean by saying that? Speaking of culture under socialism, I mean socialist culture. For example, one that I survived in Soviet Union. Of course, other countries like China, North Korea or Cuba can boast of their exceptional socialist 
culture. When I speak of culture about socialism, I mean something that is absolutely unacceptable for socialists and communists. Because it is the culture that overcomes socialism. It is the culture that was introduced to us since the creation of this world by our Creator God. It is the culture that helped us to survive Soviet tyranny. The culture that gave me the song of victory when I was persecuted and all my life was in danger. And if you've never experienced what I went through, but you live today in America, it is the culture that this country needs today in order to overcome socialist invasion and survive as a free nation under God, not being enslaved by the new world order. Let me first talk about Soviet culture under socialism. While Soviet Union boasted of its multinational cultural mix, first, it was dominated and dictated by much larger Russian culture. Second, it was dominated and dictated by the ideology of Marxism-Leninism. Although in the beginning of the Soviet era, when my grandfather was a young man, Soviet culture had relative freedoms, eventually the freedom of speech and expression was suppressed and many famous writers, poets, artists and actors had to flee to other countries. Many of those who decided to stay either committed suicide or were destroyed by the Soviet regime. The rest of the people of culture either went underground or became compliant to ideological demands of Soviet Communist Party. Because everything was controlled by communists, radio and TV, publishing and newspapers, theaters and concert halls, it is important to mention a few things that dominated so-called Soviet socialist culture. First, favoritism. You couldn't openly do anything within Soviet culture unless you were a member of Communist Party, or at least they liked you and you agreed with them. In one of my podcasts, I already told you the story of a young Soviet poet and is also your host, Alex, who was denied publication of his poetry and appearance on a local radio because he was a part of religious group that disagreed with socialism and actively opposed it. Second is censorship. Every artistic expression had to be censored before it was published or shown to the public in order to eliminate the opposition to Soviet socialist ideology. For example, someone wanted to publish his book, of course. He took it to the publisher, who then gave it to the censor. After the censor corrected everything he could and probably completely changed your story, you had been left with only two choices. Either you accept censor's version of your books or take it home and hope that KGB won't conduct a search in your home to confiscate your book 
and you won't be arrested for disagreeing with one brilliant socialist thinker that censored your book. Third is servility. In the Soviet culture, when those who nursed and pleased communist party elite were not only allowed to publish and perform, but they were awarded with the titles of either national artist or honored artist, which provided them extra income and entitled them to other privileges. If someone wanted to run up fast on the ladder of success, at least his first artistic work, whether book, painting or performance, had to be filled with praises to Communist Party and its leaders. And fourth thing I would like to mention here is corruption. If you had money, you could bribe your path to success. Although officially bribery was considered a crime, but it was widely used in Soviet Union to buy the favor of government officials when nothing else would help. Of course, for Soviet culture, your artistic goals didn't matter because it had its higher goals with the creation of the utopian society at the top. Other goals that served the top one were first, destruction of individual thinking while replacing it with the mentality of Soviet collectivism. Next, discrediting and eliminating any form of religious worship while transforming people into worshippers of Communist Party, its ideology and its leaders. And one more. Changing traditional attitude towards family and marriage when abortions were allowed and divorce was easily obtained. Not everyone was happy with uh, those goals, but you see, our happiness outside of the bright utopian future wasn't considered. In socialist system, individual pursuit of happiness is prohibited because it opposes collective fools chasing socialism mirage. The opposition to our pursuit of happiness forced us to oppose them with our underground dissident culture. Books and poems, anecdotes and songs were written or recorded in basements and then spread among people. Communist militia arrested us, confiscated our books and tapes. They tortured us in Gulag, but we were the people and they couldn't stop all of us. I was probably 12 years old when I wrote my first poetries and a little bit older when I gave birth to my first songs. In poems, songs, short stories, I expressed my faith in God and my opposition to socialism. 
as I already shared with you in another podcast, because of one short story discovered during the search conducted by Soviet militia. I was subjected to intensive interrogation by the KGB officer. During the last three years of Soviet Union's existence, I could be often seen on the streets and squares of many Soviet cities with my guitar and harmonicas playing while being surrounded by large crowds. Militia or Soviet police tried to disseminate the crowd and even arrest me, so I often was escorted by my listeners away from police reach. Well, it was perestroika time. One time I was taken into police car, but then released. I think they also could feel that the tide is turning. Little by little, like a tender sprout that breaks pavement to get to the sun, our culture of victory was breaking through the concrete shield of socialistic culture. Let's talk now a little bit about America and its culture. Borders, language and culture. Here in America, I often hear these three words together in one context. About protecting borders, I already told you, America needs to protect borders like Soviets did, or even better, in order to survive. I don't have a lot to say about language, other than I do speak on different levels at least six languages, and I wish I could know Spanish too. But speaking about American culture, it is hard for me to accept as such a lot what I see and hear today. Socialist propaganda along with sexual perversion is dominating Hollywood and U.S. media. Family values state by state are losing its ground. Children in schools are taught sex and trained to worship their great socialist messiah. Playboy is on people's shelves, screens and minds. Corrupted politicians are destroying this country. Is this the American culture? You want to protect? No, no, no. Not me. I am not America like that. I prefer to stand with true uh, patriots like Krista Branch singing I am America, meaning different America. The one that was envisioned by its founders. The one that will rise from the ashes and will shine in its purity and victory. I hear liberal media crying about Krista Branch. Who is she? She was rejected by American Idol. Well, that works for me well. When someone is rejected by American Idol, but approved by American God, because he is my God too. And I will continue to stand with people like Krista and her husband Mike 
transforming our dream about America into reality. Thank you for listening to this podcast. May God bless you, America, and restore the culture of life, freedom, and happiness that once was given by him. Until the next week, when you'll hear again the voice of common sense, your socialism survival host, Alex. Alex.